Last night I had a dream showing me that after the all-clear signal on coronavirus and people began to resume their lives as normal, it will be anything but normal. I had sensed it was going to be very different. I had this feeling that it wasn't going to be the same. We weren't going to just go out there and resume our lives as they were before this virus hit the world. I believe it was confirmed to me last night in this dream. It is a little frightening, but if you belong to God and you are sealed with the Spirit of God, having the Holy Spirit in you, He guides you in all things that you are to do if you can recognize him and follow him. If you can recognize him and follow him. We'll talk about that for I think the most critical thing that we could possibly do at this period of time is making ourselves very aware of the need to re-establish everything, all your plans. Pray over all your plans. Don't just assume you know what is right unless you have prayed over it and are certain God has given you a word concerning that plan. It can be fatal for you to go in your own way of thinking. We don't want to do that. I certainly assume I'm speaking to the people of God on this podcast. Therefore, my number one message as a prophet of God is that things are going to be different and to be safe, each of us, including myself, we must reestablish all of our thinking about that which we are thinking of doing. It sort of reminds me of movies I've seen about World War II where the sirens sounded and everyone shut themselves up in the shelter. The bombs fell. They were aware the bombs were falling, but they didn't go out of their shelter to look at what was happening. They stayed in their shelter until it was safe to, to emerge. Then when they came out of their shelter, they were shocked because buildings that they were accustomed to seeing didn't even exist. Rubble was everywhere. Everything had to be done differently. And that's what it reminds me of. But when we belong to God, we have a great advantage. The world stumbles about trying to figure out what to do You can see them on television today. If you turn on something like CNN, they are just stumbling about from one thing to another. And some of the things work and some of the things don't work. And one person's blaming the other. And no one really knows what he is doing. So far as I know, I never hear anybody mention God. I never hear anybody say, I turned to God and I heard from him and I know what to do. It's just being wise in their own eyes. Trusting in science. Ooh, you can't do that. 
Paul once warned Timothy not to do that. I think it's in maybe 1 Timothy 4, but I know it's there. He warned Timothy about following old wives' tales and things that are called science. It's very dangerous to go that way. We must learn to go in the way of God. I don't trust my own plans that I have made in the past. I am reevaluating everything in my life to see if that's the way I should go. And as I have turned to God in prayer and reevaluated things, certain things have really been changed from what I was doing. It's not that I was doing evil. It's just that I was going in a way that I thought was right, but it wasn't directed by God to go that way. We have to be sure that it is God telling us to do that which we are going to try to do. That's the most important thing. And we must avoid the temptation to complain because things aren't the way they used to be. That is just a waste of energy. And you can fall into sin that way, and then you can't hear what to do. So avoid that trap. Instead of complaining that that thing is not the way it used to be, we have to turn to God and say, what do you want me to do? What is safe for me to do? Please give me your wisdom. Give me your plans. We have so many promises in the Bible that if we ask for wisdom, God will give us wisdom. That's all we need is the wisdom that's from God. Well, in this dream that I had last night, I went out of my house and so many things were different. And everything was hard to do out there in the world. In the dream, I started out driving my car and somehow along the way, my car vanished and I was on something like a little scooter or a little hand-pushed rolling thing or a little thing like the kids used to do where they put one foot on this skateboard-looking thing and rolled it with the other foot harder. And then that disappeared and I ended up walking home. And even that wasn't easy. At one point, I went into a building which I knew to be a supermarket. But it didn't look anything like today's supermarkets or the supermarkets I was used to. It didn't have any shelves or anything with things on it. It was just one big room with counters along three sides. And I didn't even see any merchandise. I don't know exactly what it was. It was so different. When I awoke and considered this dream the next day, uh, it reminded me of what I've read in Amos chapter 5, where a lion would be after them, and they would escape the lion and think they were all right, and, and they ran right into a bear. And they escaped the bear and went in their house, and thinking they were safe, put their arm on a ledge, and a serpent bit them. It reminded me of that in Amos 5. I just know it's going to be very different. Things that worked before are not going to work now. 
You have to be able to go in the way of God. I know I have information from God concerning going in the way of God. I have already done several podcasts on this subject to show us how to go in the way of God and to remind us, for we all forget to pray, don't we? Don't we forget? I know I do. If you can't remember whether or not you've prayed about something, you better re-pray about that. We've got to have the wisdom that comes from above. That is the only safe way to go. Prophets are often concerned before the event happens. I know at the end of last year, I was very concerned, and I didn't know what I was concerned about. I would wake up and just kind of be fearful, and I would commit it to God. I'm fearful, and I don't know why I'm fearful. Prophets often see ahead of time, for they warn the people. That's what God does with prophets. He gives information to his prophets, and they warn the people. Often we are speaking about sin to get you to repent from sin, but we can also be speaking about other things that are coming and warn you. And the one thing I know is this. If you seek your wisdom from God, if you hear from God, by the Spirit of God, you're going to be going in a way that is safe. And that's the only way I know how to go forward safely. Amos chapter 5. Seek good and not evil, that ye may live, and so the Lord, the God of hosts, shall be with you as ye have spoken. Hate the evil and love the good and establish judgment in the gate. I heard this scripture several months ago. Very strongly heard it from the Spirit of God. Hate the evil and love the good, and establish judgment in the gate. Establish judgment in front of the church, where we come in and go out at the gate. It may be that the Lord God of hosts will be gracious unto the remnant of Joseph. Therefore the Lord God of hosts, the Lord saith thus, Wailing shall be in all streets, and they shall say in all the highways, Alas, alas, don't get involved with complaining. For the world will complain that things are not like they used to be. That is a waste of energy. We should not be doing that. Instead, we need to focus on the way to go. Paul once said, this one thing I do, forgetting those things that are behind and reaching forth unto that which is before. 
I press forward through God in Christ Jesus. Uh, Philippians, that's Philippians chapter uh, 3, I believe. I'll look for that scripture and try to remember to print it for us. God says, they're going to say, alas, alas. And they shall call the husband unto mourning. And such are skillful of lamentation to wailing. And in all vineyards shall be wailing. Where there should be joy, there will be sorrow. Vineyards imply wine, which lightens the heart. But even in the vineyards, there will be sorrow. God says, for I will pass through thee, saith the Lord. He will pass through us with his judgments, which are not like human judgments. Woe unto you that desire the day of the Lord. To what end is it for you? The day of the Lord is darkness and not light. As if a man did flee from a lion, and a bear met him. Or he went into the house and leaned his hand on the wall, and a serpent bit him. Shall not the day of the Lord be darkness and not light, even very dark and no brightness in it? Proverbs chapter 4, God says, Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of thy life shall be many. I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in right paths, says God. When thou goest, thy steps shall not be straightened, and when thou runnest, thou shalt not stumble. It won't be like the world. If we are following God, it's not going to be like the world. We're not going to be out there stumbling about. God will show us directly which way to go. Verse 13, Proverbs 4, Take fast hold of instruction from God. Let her not go. Keep her, for she is thy life. The things we hear on television news are not our life. Our life is what we hear from the Spirit of God. Verse 14, enter not into the path of the wicked and go not in the way of evil men. Avoid it, pass not by it, turn from it, and pass away. For they sleep not except they have done mischief, and their sleep is taken away unless they cause some to fall. I feel very much that most of the television newscasts are like this. They are just trying to present something sensational and something wise in their own eyes. But I don't hear anyone say, I have talked to God and he has shown me such and such. You can't go in their way. They will disturb you greatly and they will not have solutions for you. Verse 17, for if they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. That's in Proverbs chapter 4. 
The only thing safe for us, for Christians, is prayer over everything and knowing the voice of God when he speaks to us by his spirit and following the directions given by the spirit of God in the situation at hand. Let's start with number one, pray over everything. I believe each of us are going to have to be better in this area. I know I sometimes forget to pray. I think we must get much sharper in this area of praying over what we're thinking of doing. It may be that you need a notebook to write, jot down just the subject you prayed about. Something to help you to check and see if you prayed about it. That's going to be critical. Proverbs 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Trusting in the Lord means trusting in the word that God gives us on the situation. If you go that way, you've done all that you can do. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. That's where we have to be so careful to pray about everything. When the idea from God is given to us, then we go in that direction. After an accident and hospitalization and being in a rehab center for two and a half months in Texas, God moved me to Colorado, where I live in the home of one of our church members. I've been in this, in Colorado, for a little over a year at this point in time. It's really been wonderful the way I've been led. God gave me a word saying the house in Texas where I had been living, I would never see that house again. I put it up for sale immediately. It did not sell. It's been on the market for over a year and had not sold. When this coronavirus surfaced, I was very concerned. I turned to God very, very strongly about that house. What are we going to do about this house? Is there anything I need to do that I'm not doing? On approximately March 29th, 2020, I had a thought brought to me, a concept brought to my mind. To have a one-week sale where the house was reduced in price by $50,000 during that week. We contacted our realtors immediately and told them this, and the head realtor said she would actually like to do that for two weeks, and I approved it. I said, go ahead. The house sold in two days. Two days. It had been in the market over well over a year, and in two days' time, the house sold. I had no doubt I was going 
the way God showed me to do go in this situation. That's the kind of solid feeling we have to have when we are doing something. If you said to me, did you pray over selling that house, putting it for sale at $50,000 less? I can say to you, yes, I did. I didn't forget that I prayed over that. I knew I had. We have to seek God. If the way that we've been going is not working, we have to seek God. And in any way that we are planning to go in the future, we have to seek God. God also showed me to sell excess sound equipment. There's an internet where you can sell high-level sound equipment. Everything that we put out there was selling. We, were, we would have three or four or five offers on the same item. We accumulated the money. And I had planned with the money to buy a new preamp, which runs your entire home theater system, television, CDs, DVDs. It controls everything. I had planned to replace my old uh, preamp. I stopped and started praying about what to do. That was my plan. That's not necessarily God's plan. I've got to be stabilized on this subject before I can go forth saying, this is what God showed me to do. I know we're following God on putting the equipment up for sale, selling the equipment, and accumulating the money. But I cannot tell you that I have God's plan concerning replacing that preamp. So I have to start over on that subject. And that's what you have to do to be safe. There are certain things you know you've prayed about and you felt God was leading you, you did the thing, and it worked, and you're where you should be, but you have to carefully evaluate everything you plan to do from this point on. There may be some things that you plan to do that God will not permit you to do. There may be some things you plan to do that you will have a go-ahead from God. Go ahead and do that. But it's only when you have that inside you that you know God has approved this that it's safe to go that way. For God is the only one who knows the future. Therefore, and he has wisdom about everything. He knows everything about us. He knows exactly what we have at this point in time, what we're going to need in the future. He knows everything. So if he approves something, you're in good shape. But it's got to be re-evaluated. I recorded an entire podcast on this subject of re-evaluating. Re-evaluating your plans. You might wish to listen to that broadcast. You can find it on our podcast page, Jesus Ministries Exhortations. And click on the right-hand side on podcast. It'll bring up a listing of all of the podcasts. 
The primary way that God speaks to me by his spirit is by bringing thoughts to my mind or concepts to my mind to show me what to do. God could also give us a dream to awaken us and stir us up. One time, I believe an angel of God spoke to me in January 1980. It was a very loud voice trumpet-like voice in the night that awoke me with the words Hartford, Seattle, KWJS. As a result of that, I was broadcasting on radio KWJS within about five days. I'd never even thought of going on radio until that voice spoke to me. I came to believe later that that was an angel of God. So you can hear from God by the Holy Spirit bringing thoughts to your mind. You can hear from God through dreams. You could hear from God by an angel. It's not really terribly important how you hear from God. It is important that we recognize it was God who brought that concept to us so that we can act upon it immediately in an appropriate way. There have been times that God has led me by giving me a very strong interest in a subject. And I have pursued that subject as far as the interest would take me. And that could be a situation that's from God. We also, however, hear from devils and we have thoughts from our own flesh, and usually the devil and our own flesh agree and urge us to go that way, which ends up being an incorrect way to go and can even be the way of death for us. I know a woman who followed such things, and I would say, well, but you could have done this, and I would tell her something, and she'd say, I thought of that, but she didn't choose that way. She eventually was turned over to a reprobate mind. It's a very sad story. So you have to be careful. You have to be absolutely certain that what you have heard from is the Spirit of God. For devils will try to imitate the Spirit of God. So it is risky. But it's not any more risky than trying to go in your own ideas, which is deadly or in the ideas of other people, or in the ideas of the world. We who belong to God must follow the Spirit of God. We must learn to do this. We must major in this subject at this point in time. How do I know it is God giving that thought or idea to me? The number one way that I've determined the ideas from God. If something is brought to me and it's terribly complex, I always know it's not God's plan for me. If it is terribly expensive and would create a burden on me and everyone else, I know I don't have the will of God and the way of God. The wisdom that is from above is first pure, not from my own flesh, then peaceable, gentle, easy 
to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. I have seen ministers do things that were so terribly difficult or try to do those things. They didn't have the money to do that. They were always begging their church for money to fulfill their own plans. They never said things like, God showed me in a dream to do this. God showed me to do this by his spirit, giving me this word. They never say those things. They just tell you what they're planning to do for God, but they never tell you the other. Those people are not of God. Those plans are not of God. I don't give to them. How do I know it's God leading me? It's peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated. Has no hypocrisy at all in it. If there's something I'm planning to do that has any grain of hypocrisy, I know I don't have the plan from God. So that's the primary way I know the wisdom that is from above. In January of 2020, I began considering going back on radio. Pam Paget had a word brought to her attention one morning, and it is the word podcast. She told me what had happened. She explained to me what a podcast is. It sounded good to me. And when we got into the subject, we found it costs almost no money at all to do podcasts. Something like $9 a month to list ourselves with the podcast host so that you can find these messages. It was wonderful. Radio is expensive. Podcast was so much better because it allows you to build a library of recordings. Radio, you have to be hearing at that exact moment for it's gone after that moment. So I liked it so much better that we went with podcast and I put aside any thought whatsoever to go on radio, which I do not plan to do at this point in time. I would have to hear a much stronger direction. But I don't have a direction at this point in time to do radio, but I have a strong direction to do these podcasts for you. The podcast you are listening to right now is a podcast that I substituted for another one that I would planned to do. But when I had this dream that seemed so urgent, showing us how different things are going to be, I set aside the other podcast and said, no, we're going to do this podcast immediately. That's how wonderful it is. It's so flexible. We can handle it that way. Therefore, I'm able to give you warnings that I hear from God at a moment's notice. If I hear it from God, it can be on tomorrow's podcast. Right now, the thing that's important is learning to recognize the ideas that are from God, learning to pray over everything, keeping a diary if you have to, showing that you prayed over that. Do whatever you have to do to show that you've already prayed over that and then 
especially any word that God gives you after you've prayed, which confirms to you the direction to go. That's the thing to follow. And follow it with all your heart. So these are the things important for right now. On today's podcast, you will find every scripture written out for you on our blog. All you have to do is go to Jesus Ministries Exhortations. On the right-hand side, you'll find podcasts. Click on that. Bring up today's recording. And every scripture that I've spoken today will be on that recording. Once again, the blog is Jesus Ministry Exhortation. To review, we must learn to pray over everything. We must learn how to recognize the Spirit of God who speaks to us, and we must follow that direction. This is the only thing safe when you at this point in time, it's the only thing safe. Actually, it's the only thing that's ever been safe. This is Joan Boney speaking. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today. <laughs>